Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is October 8th. Today we're going to kind of skip past the rest of section 112. It's an incredible section, but I really, really want to cover a little bit of section 113. Now, section 113 was brought to pass because a man named Elias Higby, who Honestly, probably his name never comes up anywhere else in church history, but it is here in section 113 because Elias Higby had questions about Isaiah and he took those questions to Joseph Smith and Joseph said, okay, well, let's take those questions to the Lord. And because of that, we now have section 113 and we have this extra understanding of the verses of Isaiah. Now, I bring up that back history because I feel like oftentimes in the gospel, questions have a negative connotation for a couple of reasons, really. First of all, I feel like everyone thinks that everyone else knows more than they do about the gospel. And so people get nervous asking questions because they feel like, well, I should know the answer to this and I'm going to ask and everyone else is going to know and then I'm going to feel silly. But the second reason is sometimes we feel like we shouldn't be asking questions because for some reason we feel like it's like a dark mark on our faith. Like if we ask questions, people will feel like we are struggling with our faith or our testimony. And my friends, that could not be farther from the truth. In the gospel of Jesus Christ, we embrace questions. And we embrace questions because we understand that it's through questions that we gain greater wisdom and knowledge and insights. The gospel of Jesus Christ is true and it can stand up to our questions. The important thing that we have to do is recognize the difference between questioning and doubting. Questioning is actively seeking answers to fortify our faith, whereas doubting is consistently seeking answers to support or back up our doubts. The Lord teaches us that we should doubt not, fear not, but he doesn't say question not. So as long as we are keeping our questions away from doubt, then questioning is a beautiful thing that the Lord, I believe, invites us to do. The entire restoration of the gospel was built upon questions, and the gospel of Jesus Christ can withstand our questions. So we should consistently be studying, asking ourselves questions, and taking those questions to the Lord so that he can teach us and help us grow. And that's what it seems Elias Higby did here. He had questions about Isaiah chapter 11. And because of that, we now have the doctrine in Doctrine and Covenants section 113. So starting in verse one, it says, who is the stem of Jesse spoken of in the first, second, third, fourth, and fifth verses of the 11th chapter of Isaiah? So to start out, let's take a look at that prophecy of Isaiah. Now, I just have my triple in front of me. (laughs) So we're going to read from it from 2 Nephi chapter 21, where Isaiah is being quoted. So starting in verse 1 of 2 Nephi chapter 21, it says, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, and the Spirit of counsel and might the spirit of knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. Something really important to understand as we're reading this and trying to understand it better is the Hebrew definition of the word for stem that was used in Isaiah. The definition of the word stem is the stalk which remains in the earth after the tree is cut down. So really, stem is better translated as a stump or a trunk. 
So I want to tell you a little story that's going to seem super odd and out of place, but bear with me because I promise it'll help us understand this translation a little bit better. When we moved into our house a couple years ago, we have a really large backyard. We sit on a third acre and in part of our backyard, there was this huge wild rose bush. It was probably 15 feet by 15 feet. It was just giant. And for some reason, when we moved in, my husband's number one goal was to get that thing out. And so he started just hacking away at it and trying to take it down. He's getting cuts all over the place. But finally, after like two days of work, he has just pulled this rose bush out. He's cut it all down. And it was great. And then about a week later, we started noticing all over our yard, all these offshoots of this wild rose bush shooting up out of the ground all over the whole yard. Now, the reason why I tell you this is because I think the stem of Jesse being this living stump or trunk is like the rose bush. It's sending out living roots and branches. And when we understand that, then it helps us understand the symbolism of this stem or stump of Jesse. In the book Introduction to the Old Testament, it says, literally translated into common English, the poetic couplet here would be, there shall come forth a branch from the trunk of Jesse. Indeed, a shoot from his roots shall bear fruit. Since the line of Jesse is the royal line of kings from David's time on, is there any question to whom this branch is? The branch and the stem are both Christ. So just like all the plants that were popping out of my yard is still the wild rose bush, even though it's been cut down, even though the Savior was cut down when he was on the earth, he still lives. And the stem or the stump of Jesse and the living branches that are coming from it are both Christ. But who then is the rod spoken of in verse one? It says, and there shall come forth a rod out of the stump of Jesse and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Let's take a look at Doctrine and Covenants verses three and four. It says, what is the rod spoken of in the first verse of the 11th chapter of Isaiah that should come forth out of the stem of Jesse? Behold, thus saith the Lord, it is a servant in the hands of Christ. So the rod that's spoken of here in Isaiah is Joseph Smith. It's this new life that the Savior is going to breathe into the stump. Now, this is so cool to me because here you have Isaiah years before the Savior, and he's talking about Christ being cut down but still living. And he also talks about this stump sending up new life and continuing on. Now, here's why it fascinates me that this ancient Jewish prophet would talk about this. There's another ancient Jewish tradition called the Messiah ben Joseph prophecy. Now, to be honest with you, I'm not sure if it's in the Talmud or if it's just an oral tradition, but for Orthodox Jewish people, oral tradition is considered scripture as well. The Messiah ben Joseph prophecy is about a prophet who would come and do the following things. Now, listen close to what Messiah ben Joseph would do. He would prepare the way for the Messiah. He would be from the house of Ephraim. He would begin his ministry around the same time as Elisha's return. Now, remember what we talked about last week with the dedication of the Kirtland Temple and the return of Elijah. Messiah ben Joseph would rebuild the temple. He would gather the children of Israel. He would be known as a restorer, and he would eventually be killed by his enemies. Now, these characteristics of Messiah ben Joseph come from ancient Judaism. And here we have an ancient Jewish prophet, Isaiah, talking about a living branch that Christ would raise up after his death. Doesn't this all sound familiar? 
In my opinion, Messiah Ben Joseph is Joseph Smith, and he was prophesied of both by Isaiah and in this ancient Jewish tradition of Messiah Ben Joseph. And because of this rod that would come forth out of the stump, because of this new life that the stem of Jesse would bring forth, the gospel is very much like my wild rose bush. It is popping up and spreading throughout the world, never to be hewn down or cut off again. President Benson once said, For nearly 6,000 years, God has held you in reserve to make your appearance in the final days before the second coming of the Lord. Every previous gospel dispensation has drifted into apostasy, but ours will not. God has saved for the final inning some of his strongest children who will help bear off the kingdom triumphantly. And that is where you come in, for you are the generation that must be prepared to meet your God. Make no mistake about it, you are a marked generation. There has never been more expected of the faithful in such a short period of time as there is of us. Each day, we personally make many decisions to show where our support will go. The final outcome is certain. The forces of righteousness will finally win. What remains to be seen is where each of us personally, now and in the future, will stand in the fight, and how tall we will stand. Will we be true to our last day's foreordained mission? My friends, I testify that Jesus Christ, although cut down while he was on the earth, lives today. And he brought forth new life in the gospel of Jesus Christ when it was restored by Joseph Smith. And because of that restoration, it will continue to live and grow until he comes again. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.